Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very personal edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night, but we are not laughing with some of these creatures today. We are laughing at these creatures. We are laughing at these creatures today. This is your ass, player. (laughs) We're about to play your ass. Can you tell I don't threaten people? (laughs) My face and your ass. Your ass and my face. (laughs) I'm going to beat you off with both hands. (laughs) So, guys, uh, originally we were just going to drop one uh, mini-show this week, but we decided to do two because something very important uh, got brought to my attention by Mr. Eric, who I am joined by today. I'm fabulous, lo- by the way. Well, you feel a little less than fabulous because yeah. of this shit. Yeah. Do you, wa- do you want to tell our audience what got brought to our attention? Yeah. Uh, we were proud of Wolf Hollow for having a 7.2 on IMDb. As sluts for Wolf Hollow, sluts for everybody involved in the making of and production of Wolf Hollow, we will go to our graves loving and supporting this movie with swords in our hands and fucking love in our hearts. And it's from like an objective standpoint, when Eric told me that, I was like, this movie is at least an eight, like in the public eye. Right. Like I can take my own bias aside and tell you that that's what this movie should be rated. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The United States agrees. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the United States agrees with an 8.2 unweighted mean in terms of user ratings, okay? Mm-hmm. Not reviews, ratings. The United Kingdom, however, is a 2.2 unweighted mean with uh, 15 people voting at a two-star movie and 13 people voting at a one-star movie. So, beans and toast, motherfuckers. Yeah, I guess when you take the brown sugar out of your beans, you're not very sweet for the rest of the day, I you guess, piece of man. shit. You discovered black pepper finally, and your mouth is burning, so <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> These motherfuckers eat tomatoes more than anyone else for breakfast. Uh, right. On season. <laughs> right. I want you to really think about that for a minute. Biting a raw tomato <laughs> on their way to work. <laughs> An unprocessed talking about ace football in it. Hey, hey, soccer, ace football in it. First of all, it's a one side. First of all, it's football. It's football in America. It's football everywhere else. That's what football is. What you have is rugby. You know what happens when rugby players come to the NFL? They make it one season. Jared Hain, Jared Hain, everybody. Jared Hain as a 49ers fan. I can talk about it. Now, granted, he's Australian, but he's also a rugby player. So has an amazing preseason. Everything is amazing. He's going to be like the kick return guy because he's the rugby player. And rugby's better in football, isn't it? So the first punt drops it. Drops it. Drops it. First punt. Done. Cut. Cut. In October. In October, bro, he got released from the team. So that's what happens when rugby players try to play American football. So it ain't the same thing. So fuck you. Yeah. So here's here's my thing is, uh, first of all, you live on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very clear because y- your Navy is second in the world. Mm-hmm. Your political hierarchy is inbred. <laughs> Congratulations on that, too. Man- <laughs> your leadership was a... what? How old was Elizabeth? I don't know, but they left her body in that casket for like 28 days before they finally buried her, taking all her, her all around Europe. Yeah, but the weird part was it didn't degrade. I know. It's the formaldehyde. <laughs> that's, the why, that's why Granny's so well preserved. <laughs> it's that family salt. It's the family jewel. Yeah, because they put salt on the bodies and not on their fried chicken. And that's why it's... <laughs> 
morons. Well, That's why we beat your ass in like seven wars. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you with your one and two star ratings. Uh, it's werewolf in London's better, ain't it? It's not though. Even so, that's an American werewolf, right? right. In London, right. yeah. And it's like I want to, I want to sit here and say that the best thing that they produced was, well, first of all, my friends Johnny and Natasha, which that is true. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this right now, Queen, yeah, right, yeah, okay, um, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, Top Gear, no, okay, no. I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I don't cars. think they even like Top Gear. I don't even think they like Jeremy Clarkson <laughs> in the UK. So that's even funnier to me. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. <laughs> right. According to America, Jesus mm. Christ. <laughs> I was going to say Gordon Ramsay, but he's Scottish. So, Well, I was going to say David Tennant, but he's also Scottish. Right. Right. So, yeah. So the next time you, got an you want to step on, on this fucking block, yeah. <laughs> next time you want to step on this fucking block, I'm going to give you a two-piece. Remember that we have more gun violence than everyone in the world. <laughs> Don't you ever come onto an IMDb page that we love. If I see your kid, <laughs> I will be that dude. If you see a username writing a review, <laughs> oh, player. Oh, player. Pull him up. Pull him up. Pull him the fuck up. You're all about to drag that ass onto the floorboards. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but yeah, we're just defending our dad. Yeah. You know, um, stop pointing that gun at our dad. Stop pointing that review at my dad. <laughs> because seriously, like, I mean, Wolf Hollow is a good movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Subjectivity aside, it's objectively a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Right. It is self-aware, which we were just talking about in the last minisode. It is fucking hilarious. It is gory. And that actually brings me to my next point so there was one american review mm. actually so i i'd like actually to start off by saying that the Fucking five benedict arnold yeah the five <laughs> the five written reviews for this movie that has not come out yet to people other than <laughs> us and i guess the people that have watched this movie which if you're going to get mm-hmm a pre-screener mm-hmm. like if someone gives you the privilege of seeing their mm-hmm. piece of work ahead of time there is like constructive criticism but that happens way before this movie's even shot right you know that comes into like script reading and all of this shit when somebody develops a full scale feature film mm-hmm. they knew what they wanted to do with it mm-hmm. they knew where they were going they knew for the most part. I know Mark actually said that they changed the script about three times towards towards the end. Right. But that's also just part of the beast that is cinema, that is storytelling. That is, and honestly, like part of it, too, is just seeing actors develop this shit, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, oh, this actor like is really incredible, and I really like the way they portrayed this. Maybe I could change this aspect of their characterization, I think they would fucking kill that. Yeah. And I think that's the amorphous part that I think directors and writers kind of have to be, sure. especially in indie. And that's a fucking privilege mm-hmm. to begin with. So we got uh, eight, 10, 10, 10. And we got a six out of 10. Mm. And this mm. one. Yeah. 
On our rating system, five means average. On IMDb's rating system, six means bad. Yeah. So <laughs> we were like, okay, well, we kind of like need to see where this thought kind of came from, right? Uh, this person did write some spoilers, so I'm not going to read everything that sure. was in their comment. Sure. But we are about to rip whoever the real Kells is <laughs> apart. Run it. Run him jewels back. <laughs> run him jewels fast. Run it, run it, <laughs> run it, run it. So, and I quote, despite a slow start, Wolf Hollow manages to establish a rising final girl and a lovable character. Okay, but before I even like say what the rest of this fucking comment is. Right. This motherfucker came on here and said, despite a slow start. Right. Guys, if you have listened to our episode with Mark Cantu, one thing that he was very, very correct about is they kill like 15 people so, <laughs> in the first five minutes of this fucking movie. I don't know if this guy just missed the intro or what. <laughs> or if by slow start, he's referring to the 20 seconds where nobody's dead yet. That lead up to the part where everybody is. You he know? was too busy standing in front of his fucking air fryer with his goddamn pizza rolls. <laughs> no, just let it play, honey. You don't have to pause it. It's fine. I'll be in in a minute. No, and that's I'm gonna what grab I, a Michelob right. Ultra and fucking pour all right. over these pizza. Rolls. What do you mean he's spending eight minutes following that sequence, developing the characters and getting into the story? How dare you start off a movie so slowly? This is a man that owns a tub of ranch. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to be pure. <laughs> like this man feels like the the video of the guy who puts his whole piece of pizza and then his hand into the ranch. <laughs> And then continue sliding on his crotch around the floor like, I'm a slug. <laughs> this, this, this is the real Kells. I'm a horny little ranch boy. <laughs> so continuing uh, the quote of this, at best, I have mixed feelings about the plot of this movie. I guess it's because he didn't understand it, which I get because he's clearly dumb. Um <laughs> But it managed to finish strong. Yeah, that's usually what a strong plot does. Right. Builds into climax. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you're telling me it's just not static? <laughs> <laughs> he proceeds to try and explain this to people because there's a plot. Right. Because Alex Romero and her crew go on location, on location for a scouting trip. Uh, I put the four in there. He did mm. not. I assume he's not a very good writer. Right. To find a spot to film. The dialogue and delivery lacked a little, but once the first death occurred, I, I, I started to let it slide. So the first death <laughs> is in the first 30 seconds of the fucking movie. Right. So <laughs> Again, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Fucking. The... I, I also love the dialogue and delivery lacked a little. I love that. And then, and then the like the the I'm a critic, right? So, <laughs> but I decided to let it slide as yeah. to not affect my viewing experience of the rest of the movie. I have bestowed upon right. you the I slide. For, I forgive you for that. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> It never uh, got better. I just chose to stop acknowledging that it was bad. Because <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> Christina Krankowski, who 
I'm going to go ahead and say did an amazing job yeah. in this film. Established herself as an and coming final girl. <laughs> as an up and coming final girl. Uh, yeah. 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 That That's what he meant to put. Right. <laughs> and Lucky Steve just might be lucky enough to get some toys of himself. Which sounds like, a again, a weird horny thing to say about somebody else. <laughs> it's a weird horny thing to say. But that was a personal shot. I because, want... because you remember what uh, uh, Brandon Crumb did? Yeah. He got Funko Pops of everybody. Right. Which is like, first of all, right. one of the <laughs> nicest things I have heard in my entire life. I made all of your characters life. into Funko Pops because I love you guys so much. And yeah. For the experience. I want the Brandon Crumb bitch fist dildo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the Lucky Steve right arm and left arm two-piece combo. Dog, I am taking this personally right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to find the real Kells and yeah. fuck him up. Brandon Crumb, you're the fucking man. Don't ever let anybody put you down. Dude, I'm telling you, he's going to get some toys of his own. Yeah. That, like, come on, dude. Like, if he's lucky. The score <laughs> got a tad repetitive. First of all, that's a score in a movie. Mm -hmm. What we call that is a theme. Right. <laughs> in pop music, those are hooks or choruses, <laughs> depending on, or refrains, if you're more of a cultured person. Right? <laughs> and the gun sound effects felt like they were hold on and the gun sound effects felt like they they were oh they were overcompensating but the story carried on and held my attention so you think gunshots <laughs> were overcompensating for the score right i'm trying to figure out what he means by that Scores repetitive gun SFX felt like they were overcompensating for that. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, oh, I know what I know exactly what he means. It's the vanilla ice theory. Where you go ding 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 dig a ding ding. Ding 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 dig a ding ding. But if you go ding 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 dig a ding ding ting ting, now right. it's queen. <laughs> right. Right. That was the gunshot. Which brings us back to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> But the story held, carried on and held my attention. Well, uh, good for you. Good for you. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I know. Here, ooh, I knew you're, I wanted ooh, you to read that next sentence. Ooh, ooh. I brought this up at the premiere. Cracks knuckles. Oh my! I bet it was the motherfucker that asked the question in the balcony. <laughs> I bet that was that dude. <laughs> he did seem like he didn't have the ability to follow a story. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for the wolf getting friend zoned. All right, guys, I'm going to break this down for you real quick. Okay, uh, I want to break it down first. Hang on. <laughs> that is the only time in history that sentence has ever been typed and sent to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for the wolf getting friend zoned. So mark that. Continue. <laughs> okay, so there is a wolf that you will find later in the story uh, who is friends. Is friends. Is Not introduced zoned. to as friends. Yeah. Right. You can. I, so like for our listeners out there who like haven't ever experienced this before, you that are straight, uh, you can, <laughs> gay, well, gay people don't really run into this. Yeah. Uh, because they're self-aware of sexuality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're not afraid of it. Yeah. 
Um, it is completely possible to have a platonic, and for those of you who don't know what that word means because right. you've never been in that kind of relationship right. before, that is the epitome of friendship. Mm-hmm. You are able to have a platonic, mm-hmm. a, <laughs> i.e. non-sexual relationship with someone of the of of the opposite gender. You are just allowed to do that. That is okay. You are, it doesn't make you gay. <laughs> it doesn't make you a pariah. It is just something that it doesn't that make it you is. a simp. It doesn't make you any of these things. Right. And that's exactly what this movie did right. was it gave a relationship. Like there was no part of me that thought that these two characters were banging mm-hmm. at any point right. in time. Because they never showed any physical affection that would suggest that whatsoever, or verbal affection or cues of any kind with any of their interactions while they were on screen. So because if you're paying attention, uh what it actually if if you if you were too busy thinking about their relationship, Mm -hmm. it means you were completely taken away by the actual relationship that was happening. Well, not only that, but you're you're missing the actual relationship that other characters have because you're up here and not here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because there is a relationship in the movie and it is not them. No, it's not. It's not. It's also, again, one of those things that like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you missed the point. You you lost. There's a UK phrase. You lost the plot. (laughs) Thank you for that one. Um, This is the one that bums me out. There were things done right and things done wrong, which will make this film a great learning tool on both ends for up and coming film students, which feels like a shot to me, too. Okay, so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's like that's like when your manager calls you in and you get a write up and he says, "Well, think of it as a learning opportunity, not discipline." You know what I mean? It's like, ugh, I don't like that. So the funny part is the person who wrote this took a ten year hiatus, quote unquote. <laughs> And you want to talk about somebody else uh, learning right. in their process. Uh-huh. First of all, this movie was fucking awesome. High schoolers come out of educational facilities, lawyers and doctors, in less time. So what I would also <laughs> like to point out, for those of you who didn't know, uh, Wolf Hollow was uh, shot in Pittsburgh. So I'm not going to say this person's name, but they are the real Kells on IMDb. Is a Pittsburgh-based filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how I know it's a shot. That's what I'm saying. Is like, are you are you salty? Are you jealousy? <laughs> Turning tens into a six. Because <laughs> it's like I know you're not actually just like pulling the fucking weight down because. No. You haven't. I'm about to have a really hot take here that a lot of people are about to hate, and we might we we're probably going to lose people over this, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like when Anthony Bourdain goes to a restaurant, right? I don't care what your opinion is, mm-hmm. dude. Like mm-hmm. you're like a quarter of the chef that half of these fucking people are, right? And it's just like this is the same person that like would go to an African village and be like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking eat that, right? And what I learned from Indiana Jones is you fucking eat that shit. <laughs> eat that shit every time and you learn from it. I just it's one of those things where it's like for me this is why I think as under the floorboards brand wise we got away from 
reviewing and rating movies and just kind of talked about what we liked and didn't liked about it. it wasn't about putting something into putting a movie into a box and saying this is the purpose it serves is going to be a learning opportunity right. that's all this movie is ever going to be is going to be for the future of film students you know what i mean we don't ever want to come off that way because it sucks I yeah. think critics actually suck. I think it's weird that people are paid to have their opinions posted in places. I think that's lame. I think it's lame that people consider them. I think it's lame that people base their own decisions off of that opinion instead of totally. formulating one for their own self. And it's just weird. So, Well, because what's the first thing that comes out now for movies yeah. is... 100% certified fresh from Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, And it's a dude. four and a half in reality. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, and that's just... Justice for the Vatican tapes. Right, and that's what my point is, is like, this is certainly subjective. And we're beating this dude up because we feel like this isn't valid subjectivity i'm doing it because i feel like he's an asshole because <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things no i don't need you to give this movie a 10 i don't need you to give this movie an eight i don't really care what you give it but some of these sentences in here are just kind of shitty in my opinion and it sucks that it's like coming from somebody that's native or that is from pittsburgh about a movie made by a guy from pitts or from texas but lives in pittsburgh and right. that is shot in Pittsburgh. There's this there's this idea of like communal support. Like as a North Carolina person, somebody yeah. who was born and raised here, anytime that I as hear... As we a, watched a North Carolina right, movie earlier today. Anybody that shoots a movie here, that opens up a business here, that employs people that live here, or just generally bring more commerce and attention to this amazing, amazing state, I'm supporting you regardless of how whatever quality, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that British tomato is a two uncooked, but like, listen, <laughs> you grew it here. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a stupid analogy, but my point being is there should be some camaraderie. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I would be interested to know from, is there some drama here or something like that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. we did some more digging and that massacre tapes rating that this guy wrote was a 10. Was a 10. And, and as people who have seen both Massacre Academy and Wolf Hollow, mm -hmm. if you thought Wolf Hollow was slow, mm -hmm. but you thought Massacre Academy was fast paced, was perfect. No, especially it, at the beginning. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I, I really do think that Mark Cantu does an amazing job of like sure. pacing a movie out. Wolf Hollow is the better movie. Yeah, totally. And we'll. Yeah, like we're doing this podcast because we believe that <laughs> specifically because of that reason. But a 10 is perfect. Remember what I said about 10s? Yeah, 10 is yeah. Beethoven. Yeah, 10 totally. is Mozart. You know totally. what I mean? So it's just like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> but this dude's acting like this guy's Jimmy Eat World. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. Right. Don't write yourself off yet. Yeah. It's only in your head you feel left out. That's six seconds. You have to stop. Yeah, yeah, I gotta cut that <laughs> off. But yeah, man, like, um, so more importantly, now that we've gotten through the dregs of these people, um, August 8th, Virtual On Demand, Wolf Hollow coming out. I mean, we obviously have our Blu-rays. I'm pretty fucking stoked, dude. I know. I'm and glad for people to see why we're mad. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I want I want people to watch this movie on demand and be like, oh my god, the real Kells is a dick bag, right? <laughs> a literal bag of dicks. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's. (laughs) I think that this movie is going to do really well. And I want to take a moment to really congratulate everybody that was a part of this film. Uh, Kamara, Spencer, Mark, fucking Brian Saponis, Jess, Christina, fucking Lynn, Lynn fucking Lowry, Mm -hmm. Felissa Rose. Guys, the list is so big. Like everything that I'm saying right now, how could you think that this is going to be a bad movie? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right whereas this guy was like it's above average slightly <laughs> i let it slide i let the five slide i decided to give that's it what six. you sound like <laughs> <laughs> i hope the real kells is listening to us right now know, just crying fuck. <laughs> just drinking ranch out of a out of a big gulp from 7-eleven under the floorboards doesn't <laughs> like me <laughs> And I took Under the personally. floorboards doesn't like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> if you make it on an Under the Floorboards episode, it's because we fuck with you hard. <laughs> if you make it on an Under the Floorboards hit piece, it's because we don't. <laughs> Eric, do you have anything else for this today? Until Tito sent in, I'm coming for him. <laughs> yeah. And with that, guys, again, don't forget to check out Wolf Hollow on VOD on August 8th. We're super excited for everybody to check it out. So thank you guys once again for joining us at Under the Floorboards, where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night.